right, we have the new meta, episode four, with uh, Wes Barker, uh, prominent YouTube star. Oh, yeah. can, you, can you use the word star? You got it. Yeah, you have, yeah, have to. You have gotta to. fake it till you make it. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, Wes, uh, just to kick us off, you know, yeah. uh, your background, uh, kind of like the origin story, you know, mm -hmm. if you're a superhero. First off, why aren't you wearing pants? That was a weird choice. So. Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm last, last minute choice. <laughs> uh, the origin story. Uh, like, what, what do you mean? Like, how I got into magic? How I became? Uh, yeah. Like, t tell us about yourself and, like, you know, what what shaped you oh, it, into the into the magician and star that you are today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I guess it was kind of like when I was in university. Um, I started learning magic tricks when I had like a day job. So my summer job in university was working for the city of Surrey, you know, drive around the truck, fill potholes in the road, that kind yeah. of thing, mm -hmm. and pick up garbage, you know, the usual, the dream job, really. Right? And, uh, and why did you keep going? Surprisingly, I hated it. Yeah. And I, I at work, just because you're kind of, uh, your lunch breaks, you only have 30 minutes, and you're just stuck in your truck on the side of the road. Right. So I was like, what am I going to do? So I bought these books on magic, because I'd seen David Lane on TV. Yeah. And I started like, well, I'll learn some card tricks. It'd be fun yeah. for the bar or whatever. Yeah. My poor partner, I'm like learning terrible card tricks every day. And my partner's like, oh, cool, man. Yeah. And I started getting good at it. Yeah. And and then I'd go back to university during the rest of the year and I'd you know, have these tricks in my bag and yeah. campus pub and it was a lot of fun. And I never really thought I'd be doing anything with magic uh, in the future. I was just playing basketball. And then I was like, you know, in the business program. Yeah. And then the more business classes I did, the more I realized I don't like, I only found two kind of times. Or I only found two types of classes. Ones that were like uh, common sense, right? Mm -hmm. Or ones that I'm like, oh, this is outdated and irrelevant. <laughs> Those are the only two I could ever find. Right. And I'm like, mm, I don't like this. And I'm like, I'm done with school. And then I went back to the, the terrible job. And then, uh, <laughs> and one day they offered me a promotion, and I was like, I quit. I'm gonna be a magician. And so it's like, here's more money. Here's a promotion. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm actually gonna counter that. Yeah. Am I, I counter your offer with quitting. But did you leave? Did you leave with a magic trick? Well, did my boss, my boss was like, I don't think you know what promotion means. And I was like, No, no, I'm out. And uh, and he's like, Okay. And I, I just, yeah. And he was so nice because he called me like maybe a week later. Yeah. It's like, Hey, man. Are you sure? You have your job back. <laughs> and I was like, You know, I'm like, I got it. And I honestly, even in that moment, didn't know I was gonna be like, uh, you know, this, this solo entertainer entrepreneur yeah. guy like I didn't even know how to do that it was a shot you were basically like this is my time I need to do it now yeah, I, I think, feel like the time's right maybe it wasn't I think I even thought that I was still gonna go back to a job at some point I think I literally had some savings and I wasn't totally sure what like I'm gonna like. try yeah give, give you know give the old college try yeah. now that I've dropped out yeah <laughs> yeah but then I you know in yeah. that time I actually had uh, some really successful shows go down yeah. and then I started thinking like yeah, maybe this is a thing. Yeah, you know. So that's kind of like where it started me. It's it's always been uh, I've always been the guy that knew a couple card tricks even in like high school, and I've always right. been like the class clown. Yeah, and I've never been afraid to do like an open mic stand up comedy night. Mm -hmm. Like I've always sort of had that inclining. Yeah, but actually performing, I wasn't like a theater kid. My parents aren't mm -hmm. like artists or anything, mm -hmm. so it's very weird random path. I don't really know how I got on it, but uh, I'm stoked. Yeah, I mean, I remember that uh, you and I had a class, I think it was um, a communications class, and you actually did a presentation on magic, <laughs> and the teacher was like, 
<laughs> you know, you might you might want to stay in school. Yeah. So I, I forget who your name is, but jokes on you. Yeah. At this point, like you really? say, one twenty five or what? Yeah, yeah. It might have been my second time in that class. I took it twice. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I remember. I, yeah, I heard I didn't get along because I did my presentation. Then you had to come back the next class and watch presentations. Yeah. And uh, but I remember that. Yeah, you remember the movie uh, The Tooth Fairy with The Rock? Oh yeah, yeah, that was playing, and I was like, I'm gonna go to that instead. <laughs> You're gonna lose four percent if you don't stay and watch this. Just four percent if you leave right now. I'm like, take my four percent. I don't need this solid life decision. Yeah, and the, the Tooth Fairy, not a good movie. Yeah, yeah. so uh, still don't regret. It. Was it worth four percent? It was. I don't know. Yeah, jokes on her. I'm killing it. It's so good. Uh, so good. But yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, you had to kind of take a leap of faith at some point. Yes. is really what it came down to. Yeah. And I mean, it, it just makes it, I mean, I mean it, the story is entertaining in the yeah. sense that it's like you get a promotion and it's like, I'm going to counter with quitting. Oh, but I mean, it's funny that that point, it came to, I guess it came to like the point where you were thinking, you're probably thinking to yourself something along the lines of, well, this is more responsibility. Yeah. I'm like now going to get locked in if I take this job. That's what it was. It was like, uh, oh, as soon as he said it, I'm like, oh God, last like, cause it's that, like, am I going to do this for the rest of my life or like, cause yeah. the amount of money I was making mm. uh, was enough to keep me interested. And then all of a sudden it's like, if you offered me $1 more, I'm probably going to stay here for 30 years. Right. So I was like, I'm out. And I yeah. knew I had to get out. And then I'm like, I'll be a magician. And then I had about six months of sort of savings that I could live, yeah. live off of whatever. Mm. And um, I'm like, I'll figure it out. And then in that time, I didn't really do much. Like most people yeah. are like, I'll do it. And you don't even sleep in every day. You're like, I'm an <laughs> entrepreneur. Or just like not doing anything. Yeah. And then I started running out of money. And like, real talk, this is crazy. Uh, near when I started run and when I running out of money, um, I, I was starting to have like, like my body was breaking down. Like I was having nosebleeds wow. that would last like 90 minutes. Huh. I was I would go cross eyed. It was that just stress? Yeah. This huh. is what, but I didn't know this. I'm bleeding like what the hell every day. Yeah. Like for long I'm waking up cross eyed. I'd be cross eyed for six hours. No joke. I couldn't leave my house. I'm like I'm going to different doctors. Like you couldn't even see straight. Yeah. I just totally cross eyed. Oh, God, oh, you know. And then I go to doctor, 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 and finally get the one doctor doing his test, and one doctor goes, Hey man, you're stressed. <laughs> and I was like, What? He's like, What do you do for work? I'm like, I don't have a job. And he's like, You got a, I'm like, Yeah, I have money. And he's like, Yeah, it's stress. <laughs> wow. So I started cold calling. This is for, this is what my dad's a career salesman, so right. my brother. Yeah. And then I was like, I gotta do what they do. And I literally started hitting the phones, calling up places. I started, uh, I'd, I'd like cold call like old age homes. Like, hey, can I do a show on Tuesday morning at 10 a.m.? Wow. And they would like give you like 75 bucks or whatever. But it's 75 bucks. But, all my symptoms <laughs> yeah. went away because. Instead of just sitting there hoping to become a magician somehow, right? I was like starting to like take yeah. my own. Like I had a little bit of control again, right? And, right. Then, and then once I figured out the cold calling thing, I started cold calling across the country. Right. I cold called all the way in Australia. Well, the funny thing is, yeah. like, if if you cold call somebody for seventy five bucks, you can get two hundred, and then if oh, you yeah. can get two hundred, oh, you yeah. can get three, and like so on yeah. and so forth, right? Yeah. And yeah. I I started calling colleges, right? Uh, and I and I knew they had a little bit of money, and I'd be like, hey, I'm actually going to be in Ontario next month. Not no. true. <laughs> 50 places in Ontario. Exactly. Yeah. I'd see it like four schools and then yeah. I'd go, you, I didn't yeah. know what race to charge. I'm just like, yeah. it was crazy. So it worked awesome. out, man. A couple friends too, like, yeah. uh, put their name in for their company parties and like, right. And cause like, that's one thing about university that was best, the network. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure everyone has the same yes. story and no matter what your business is, yeah. I'm just getting calls like, Oh, Hey, like I actually work for an 
accounting firm with 500 people. Yeah. You want to do our company party? And like, that's going to be a big payday. I'm like, yeah, sure. And like, Absolutely. they don't know I'm terrible at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on them. Oh, yeah. I had yeah. way better promo than my actual skills. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. But yeah, I mean, like, you, you know, I think what it comes down to, to for a lot of people is like, I've actually spoken about this before in the sense that low pay is actually like a good motivator and like weapon that you can use to like advance your career and or take a leap of faith mm -hmm. because to your point you get paid a certain amount mm -hmm. and you're like that's a lot of money and the problem is is that i think we all know that once we take that increase in pay we're going to get used to that lifestyle and then you can't go backwards 100 right it's like once you start spending that yeah. money and like getting that you know nicer apartment yeah. and like you know yeah the vacations in it's like going backwards mm -hmm. very hard well, my dad made a good point when I was working for the city, like that job at the city, you know, government job, I think at the time would pay like maybe 55 grand a year or something. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I was making about 20 or so on the side as a magician. Right. Right. right? And my dad's like, yo, that's a great position. You're 25. You make yeah. like 75 grand a year. He's like, you keep supplementing that income, saving this and that. And like right. he's thinking like a logical person, right? <laughs> right. And he's totally. like, dude, you're going to be set. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I'm like, mic drop. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get a couple promotions, yeah. get that base up and still make that side income. No, I'm like, no, nah, how about I just blow it all off and try and live on that 20? Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's hard to scale it back. And that's yeah. one other thing I was like, okay, at the time, I think I like uh, married now, but I just maybe started dating my wife at that point. Like, right. It was so new. It wasn't, who knew it probably wasn't going to work out. And, uh, <laughs> it did. She didn't watch this, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, she, she didn't watch any video I'm not in. hundred like, percent. She sees my face. She's like, ah, swipe. Okay. <laughs> I see you every day. Swipe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> not for you. But, um, yeah. So then, uh, I was like, okay, I'll take a chance. Yeah. I got no kids, not married, nothing. Don't own right. anything. Mm -hmm. Like now's the time to roll. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the, what was the worst that could have really happened? It's like you would have run out of money, you yeah. would have learned a bunch of stuff, yeah, and then you would have gotten a job anyway. Yeah, exactly. The the That's the thing, and I still feel that way. Like, yeah. like no matter what happens, like you can always get a job. Yeah, I wasn't quitting like some high-paying once-in-a-lifetime right. position. It was like a, a job, yeah. like a great job, but uh, it's a job. You can yeah. find a job, right? And that's a weird thing about. Uh, I always tell people too. I'm like, man, you're 20, you're 30, right? You can make and lose a million dollars right now. It's not going to affect you at the end of the day, yeah. Really, right? Like, yeah. I mean, if if my dad is 62 years old and he loses a million dollars, he's got a problem. Right? Yeah, like, that's not that's not yeah. a good time in your life to lose a million bucks. No. Right. but if you do that at 25 or 30, who cares, man? Yeah, like you're fine. Like it, we don't want to do it, but <laughs> you can recover. It won't right? feel yeah. nice, right? yeah. but I should have said 10,000. <laughs> too big right now. <laughs> you're like thinking about that. I would not want to lose that million dollars. But no, 100k for sure. 100k for sure. So I mean, I have to ask, like you know. So obviously you're you're kind of self-promoting. Yeah. Did you ever pull the trick where you're like, hi, this is you know Wes Barker's like secretary trying to like oh, book yeah. in. Like, oh, yeah. what, give give us the the secrets of the calling. Well, I didn't have to do that. A lot of those on email. I never never on the phone really. I would oh, just okay. send email. I set up another email address, fake right. name, right, and then just like yeah, and just send a message as if I'm not me. And, uh, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it was, a, it was a way to go. But the one thing I did do that then this made all the difference was. Um, I spent like a lot of money renting my own theater, okay. putting on a big show, uh, getting a real film crew to come in and film it, getting it properly edited. Wow. So I, I was one of the only magicians out there to have like proper footage, mm -hmm. you know? And, of you like on a big stage, on a big stage with an audience. Of people but you were like, actually, so you actually booked the like oh, the yeah. venue, oh, yeah. then you had to sell the tickets yeah. and then actually do like the, the like set up the whole crew yeah. for 
like so the whole production. The first one I did was at the Rio Theater in Vancouver here. It holds like 450 people. Jeez, okay. And uh, you know, like it was only $1,200 to rent, but at the time, that's a lot of money. That's everything. That's yeah. everything. And then yeah. I'm gonna try and promote it and stuff. And, try and then the video crew on top and of the that. Video comes back. Yeah. So like I'm probably in you know, a four grand in the hole before I even sell the tickets. Right. Right. And uh, it ended up selling out because I was hustling. Right. Like, hard. Like I personally called or emailed every single person on my Facebook. Like, Jeez. Like it took me months. Right. Months. But I sold it out, yeah. and then I ended up making a good amount of money off that, which is really what got me going through that. Like, right. It all happened right when I bought right out of money. From uh, right. my job, so it was the perfect timing. And then that footage I had, I was able to get you crazy corporate gigs and yeah. stuff because I was like, you, you Look, I'm a real guy, right? Yeah. right. And like, oh, yeah. and then you know, as a year after that, I did. I even spent even more money doing a bigger show at the Vogue Theater in Vancouver. Yeah. It's like right. twelve hundred seats. Like, how much did that cost? Just oh, to rent sixty-five hundred to rent. Jeez, okay. Plus an even better uh, film crew this time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, and then promotions, and I'm making big props. I was probably thirteen thousand dollars in the hole before I sold Jeez. a single ticket. Right. And that was all my money, all my girlfriends, and some of my buddies. Wow. Like we just all dumped in. Yeah. I don't know why they believe in me. <laughs> and, uh, and, and and we went for it. And uh, and that one again sold out. Everyone yeah. got paid. Leverage that footage for even better gigs. Now that footage yeah even better gigs and then yeah. i put that footage on youtube right and then that's where my viral first viral videos come from pop 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 right three right. huge videos out of that right. so the next year i'm getting phone calls i'm on four tv shows america's that so now now it's reversing from like you calling yeah. people they're calling you now yeah it all happens yeah. so fast so yeah. like i think i quit my day job in like very end of 2011 like december 2011 right. and then uh and then you know by midway through 2014 yeah so like two and a half years later uh, it's like it's like cruising, right? And that's like crazy. But those two and a half years, <laughs> don't want to do that again. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you bring up like an interesting thing where, like, you know, a lot of people are say, well, you, everything is is more easily accessed through the internet, right? But the risks that you took, yeah, in order to actually get that break online, and, were and incredible. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. significant, right? Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't like a oh, you shot a video, mm -hmm. you know of you doing magic and entertainment like in you know your living room yeah it was proper like you put significant amounts of risk yeah and it looked professional yeah and then you put it out there and then it took off yeah right and so i think that that's like often i feel like a step that's missing for a lot of people yeah and a lot of people i think a lot of people would give up before the finish line too right? yeah because, absolutely because uh, like i i think the video i put up that when the first one that went viral i think it was like my 40th or 50th video. Right. So like I've done 45 videos where I'm like, this will be the one. Right. Nothing. <laughs> like, and just repeatedly yeah. doing this for years. Yeah. yeah. And and that's even 50 videos in getting a one that really pops off is like pretty good still. My buddy it is Chris, good. My buddy yeah. Chris Ramsey is a huge YouTuber now. Yeah. I think he's 2.5 million subscribers. Wow. Now he went zero for 300 videos on YouTube. Wow. Zero Before, for 300. Yeah, like he was making like oh, peanuts. It only takes 300 videos to become an overnight success. Jeez. <laughs> and he, he always does this idea. Yeah. He goes, uh, he, says, uh, he speaks for YouTube and stuff sometimes, yeah. and, like to young YouTubers. Yeah. He's like, who wants to make a video and get paid for it? And everyone puts their hand up. Yeah. He's like, who wants to make 100 videos and get paid for it? Or, or, and, and get paid for yeah, one. Yeah, get yeah. paid for one. And then like a couple hands, like, yeah. who wants to make 300 videos and not get paid? And like maybe one person will have their hand up. He's like, you're the only YouTuber in here. Wow. And it's so true. Like yeah. you gotta just 
keep grinding and it. it could be yeah. more too like that's a scary more, thing for sure right like 300 is assuming that your content is getting progressively better <laughs> yeah right but yeah. if your content stays the same and it's not catching then yeah. it could be just your content is bad yeah and, right and, and then there's always this other thing that i always have to remind people yeah uh and it's something it kind of sucks to bring up but i'm bringing it up anyways mm -hmm. it's like maybe you're not good enough that and is that incredibly is, valid these days it's yeah. such a weird thing yeah. man. it's like yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Some of these guys, they hit me up, they're asking me questions and stuff. I'm like, hey man. I look, I saw your I stuff. I don't know. And maybe it's not your specific skill. Yeah. Maybe it's not your thing. Maybe it's just, I, I don't know what to tell you, but maybe for you it isn't about grinding. Maybe it's like, get better or pick something else. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird thing to tell people. It's very demotivating. Yeah. I would say for most people that's not the case, yeah. but every now and then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can only blame people for so long and be like, I haven't got lucky. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But it is the right thing to be honest with them, right? Yeah. And to let them know because that's going to help them grow. And Yeah, like, I don't think this is going to work out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's jokes! Oh my god! It went so serious! Okay, we're not. No, but, it, but it's valid, right? <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, I think, you know, I break it down to this level. Like, our generation yeah. was parented and we all got told that we were special. Right. And that's the problem. It's like, the definition of special is to be above normal yeah and so oh, not every, right. so not so not a, like, everybody can't be you no know, everybody can't be special yeah. because if everybody's special that means that everybody's normal right it's an oxymoron like it, it makes no sense so what takes off on youtube what takes yeah. off on different platforms it's like well you have to be special yeah it has to be something out of the ordinary totally and so there are things that are out of the ordinary yeah. but they need to be out of the ordinary enough to get yeah. that traction, right? Yeah. And that's what people inevitably follow. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's interesting, especially on online, I can I can really see it. I can say, uh, there's like, like if something's really great, like anything, any video or whatever, say it's like really great, yeah. it's gonna get views, it's gonna get seen. Yes. Yeah. And then there's like, if it's garbage, no one's ever gonna look at it. Mm -hmm. So don't be worried about putting out garbage. Yeah. Because yeah. literally no one will see it. That's the yeah. whole point. Yeah. So it's like, I'm gonna be so embarrassed. No, you won't. No one saw it. <laughs> no, you but, but you can learn what sucked about it. Exactly. And then make it not suck the next time. Yeah. And then you do that a hundred times and yeah. you might have something. Yeah, what you don't wanna do is what I do. It's like, have really good videos and then put out some shit. The people are like, that's good. That was not good, but there's eyes on it. You don't want that. But uh, but no, but so there's like really great stuff is gonna go well yeah and really bad stuff will never be seen mm. and there's like stuff in the middle that's like good and then gets lucky right right now, good and gets lucky no one can control for that no right but don't tell me your stuff's really really great right mm. it could be good and you're not getting lucky mm -hmm. but it's not really really great so keep pushing it make it really great It'll but go. If, but, if, but if you're great and you're getting unlucky yeah, on the views yeah. but if you produce 50 yeah what are the odds that it doesn't get exactly. picked up is the point Eventually right you gotta go on that point yeah right. for sure so i don't know that's just so your type of magic, it's not just like traditional regular right. magic. You have like a, a special brand magic. Yeah. Right? Tell us about what that is. Man, this is one of the weirdest things and one of the hardest topics for me to discuss because I don't really understand myself yet. I've, uh, I came up with this thing. My buddy Dave came up with it when I first started doing it in yeah. 2012 or so. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to be stunt magician. Because mm -hmm. at the time, I'm eating light bulbs. I'm walking on broken glass. <laughs> right. I'm doing some circus acts. Uh, doing a... Chris Angel is also very strange. Jacket escapes and stuff. Yeah. yeah, but the term stunt magician didn't exist mm -hmm. at all. At all. So like that's why I I own all the URLs and all the that ask stunt magician on Instagram, all yeah. that stuff, because yeah. it just didn't exist. Right. Now if you look it up, it's actually a brand of magic mm -hmm. under like agencies and stuff. Interesting. It was, it was so catchy, 
And I and I started getting all these TV shows because of it. Right. Like, right. Oh, hey, hey, is this stunt magician? But then it turns out I just like being funny. <laughs> and stunts. Uh, if you make a stunt funny, it loses all credibility as a stunt. <laughs> right. So I was it's supposed to be dangerous and serious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I just couldn't do it. Right. And I didn't like it. I was yeah. just like goofing around and then also it's hard on your body. Mm-hmm. So I slowly phasing out these stunts. I mean, I'm still in my opinion doing random stunts. Like I'm right. going on stage in my underwear and right. I'm looking through women's purses. I'm still swallowing balloons here and there, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Like I saw all this weird, crazy, it's just more crazy antics and yeah. everything. Right. Uh, but people are like, oh, I thought you were lighting yourself on fire and jumping off buildings. Like that's what it sounds like to them, mm-hmm. I guess. Right. It's very weird. So I've sort of just been pushing away from the thing that's made me Unique, which is weird. Mm-hmm. My my show when you watch it is still unlike any other magic show. There's not a lot of traditional right. magic. It's very casual and very like doesn't doesn't take itself seriously. Right. Uh, it's more about the personal interaction you're yeah. having with like your audience. It's way yeah. more like we're all gonna have a good time. Yeah, and then the magic secondary, mm-hmm. right? So it's like I'm putting everybody else. Uh, is enjoyment in front of my ego as a magician. Right. I'm still gonna fool you all night long on the show. Right, but it's going to. It's just going to be so disarming and weird. And like, I will like, you'll sort of see behind the curtain on a couple tricks because it's funnier, you know, <laughs> right, like right. I have one mind reading trick and at the end I just turn around and like, you can totally see how the trick works, <laughs> but it's hilarious. Right. So right. Like, oh, let's do it. It'd be fun. Yeah. So I just stuff like that. So I have a very unique uh, way of doing it, but uh, yeah, what's really made me popular was a stunt magician. And I still get calls from TV shows all the time. Are there any stunts you can come do? And I'm like, not really. <laughs> and then I'm like, I, I could, I, even if I, and I do have a bunch I could do, mm-hmm. and they might have seen some old videos. Right. Like, come do this one. I'm like yeah. the last thing I want to do is get famous yeah. for something I don't want to perform. Right. Which is really hard. Like that's gut check time when yeah. shows, big shows, calling. Yeah, you. it's like we'll fly you out, give yeah. you some money, and you get all. And you know that you're gonna leverage it to other things. And I'm yeah. like, uh, okay, I want to do it, but I'd rather do this. You know, this this one's way funnier. It's way more me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I'm not interested. In that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, they want something very specific. Yeah, and yeah. that's so that's a bit of. A, I, and I, I mean, I might. Who knows? Maybe in six months from now, I'll be like, I need this exposure. I'll do. Right. I'll do it right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a hooker. I'll take the money. Like, but I, no, I don't know. I just might just go for it. Who knows? Like, at some point, you gotta make different decisions. Well, I think it's like you know, what was the quote that somebody told me? It's like you, you gotta sometimes you gotta do things that you don't want to do in order to do things you want to do sure. because it's like you get the opportunity, uh, you get the exposure, and mm-hmm. or it's like, and at worst, you're like, okay, I don't like doing this, mm-hmm. and then you move on, right? Well, a lot of people they look at my stuff, any of my stuff. Uh, I don't really market towards. Family shows, right? Like I, it's all colleges, comedy festivals, comedy yeah. clubs, theaters, whatever. Uh, so people think I don't do family stuff. Right. But I do family stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. It's not my favorite, but it's like yeah. you said. Like I do it. But does that get YouTube views? And does that get like yeah, you know day to day views? Like not so much. But it you pays can do the it. bills, and it puts you know it just yeah. it just pays the bills more than anything, right? Right. right. And sometimes you gotta just do stuff to pay the bills. I have fun with it. I love family shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not gonna. It's not going to build my brand the way I want to build it. Right. So, but yeah, a lot of people will hit me up with really tentative emails. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure I lose a lot of work because they look on my yeah. site and they go, probably not for us. Yeah. As soon as they ask, I'm like, yeah, you want PG? Sure. Yeah. You got eight year olds in the crowd? Yeah, fine by me. Yeah. I just, I'll just won't say the jokes I like to say and I won't take my clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> <We're all laughs> right? And they're like, oh, you can do that? I'm like, yeah. It's like um, the clothes I'm a real person. I can just. I'm around children all the time. I rarely get naked or say inappropriate things. So I don't know. It's, yeah, I, I don't know. And people are surprised. They are genuine. That's the biggest trick for them. Like, no way. He went the whole show. You can see him just sitting in the wings being like, wait till he slips up. I never do. I'm perfectly good. So good. Yeah.
Oh man. So I mean, you know, for somebody that's like either getting in the magic game or yeah. entertainment in general, yeah. what would be like the top, say, two or three tips that you could give somebody or advice? Uh, well, easy entertainment, doesn't matter what you're doing, uh, get out there and just perform in front of people as much as possible. Right. Like, I, for, there's, I don't know how many magicians there are in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. if, if I go to a magic uh, convention in Vancouver, there might be two, three hundred people wow. that self-identify as a magician. And uh, yeah, when I go out to the open mic nights for comedy and stuff, yeah. uh, in six years, I've never once run into a magician. I'm like, where are you guys performing? Because I'm working my tricks two, three times a week at these right. comedy clubs, trying to get them. Because that's right. place you can get stage yeah. time. Yeah. I'm like, hey man, yeah. get on the yeah. stage. Comedians, I love comedians. They work all the time, every night, one, two shows a night, yeah. seven minute spots, five minute spots, no pay, right? Because they're grinding it and they're trying to get better. And I, yeah. I think that's the mentality more people have to adopt. Yeah. That's number one. Get in front of people. Number two, well, it's like honing your craft, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all it is. And uh, magic—you you can cheat magic a little bit because mm -hmm. you don't need the audience to tell you if the trick's working, right. or so you think. You can sit here. Well, I mean, mechanically that's speaking, the thing, and that's where they all but, fall down. But that's like, you know, if I could like bottle your brand, it's like your brand is you. Right. It's not the tricks. Hundred percent. That I, 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 most magicians I run into are technically more sound than me at doing magic. But it doesn't matter because that's not what actually but, sells. Yeah, and like, but if we both performed the same trick to you, right. you would like mine a lot more. Right. Because you don't care about the method. You don't care about this pinky goes here versus that and this move. Yeah. As long as you don't know how it works, yeah. you're having fun. You're like, well, this trick's great. Right. Right. Yeah. So like, I just tell any performer, I don't care, music, comedy, magic, whatever, get out there in front of people. Yeah. And the other thing is, it goes back to what we said before, is put it online. Yeah. Put the video up. Yeah. If it's good, it'll do well. If it's bad, no one's gonna see it anyway, so who cares? And even if people comment like mean things, it's like, it's fine. you can get better. And you know, sometimes if the feedback is actually constructive in any way, yeah. use it to your advantage. Yeah, I, I, I some weeks, man, I'm deleting 200 <laughs> hate messages a week uh, in these comment sections, just horrible things. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, real, real, real mean stuff. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so sad. Uh, and like you know, but even like my most popular video will have like fifteen thousand dislikes on it. Right. It's like okay, yeah. cool. Well, Some people just yeah, they don't don't appreciate okay. it. Don't like it. <laughs> but but you still watched it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, I don't I don't know. I, it, you get used to it after a while. Yeah. Uh, but that'll take a toll on you. The first. Well, I think it's a thick skin. Like people, yeah. it's it's not an easy thing to develop tough skin. And there's only one way to develop it is go through it and be really kind of sad and second guessing yourself a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then just realizing that like, oh, whatever, I have to. Yeah. And uh, you make it through. My buddy uh, Ivan just uh, had a Netflix special for comedy. Wow. And, uh, and it was his first time. He's never really had like viral YouTube stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Netflix is basically the same thing. Millions of people are going to watch this. Right. Yeah. And so then the comments start coming in and now he's like, oh, all in his head, like, Oh, he's like reading I'm them doing this weird thing in my left arm the whole time and I'm like, yo, chill out, man. You're, they gave you a special because you're one of the funniest guys in all of Canada. Yeah. yeah. So just do what you're doing because it's working. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I gotta change. I'm like, don't, don't listen to them. Yeah. It's just a comment. Well, but now it's like inauthentic. Yeah. If you change too much. And his left and arm was super weird. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it either, but it's, go with it. Yeah. 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 It didn't matter at the end of the day. It do, no, it doesn't matter. And like, yeah, it, but it's hard. I, yeah. I did a cruise ship show a couple of years ago and 200 people walked out of the theater, middle of my show. Just like slow and steady, just people yeah. leaving. Just didn't like it. Wasn't what they signed up for. Yeah. It's like, cool. And like, I'm on the ship for the rest of the week in my cabin. 
hating myself, rewriting my thing. I'm like, I gotta buy some doves. I gotta get a top hat. Like I started doing that. Like I gotta buy a sequin right. shirt. Like I started rewriting this whole act. I got off the boat. I go to Edmonton to do a theater show there. Right. I get a standing ovation. Right. I'm like, oh. Don't perform for 75-year-old people on a cruise ship. Right. That's what I need to do, not right. change my whole life. Yeah. Well, I think it's no like, audience. yeah. There's so many places to perform is that you have to find the audience, yeah. whether it's online or offline. Yeah. Right? So if something doesn't work, and I think this is what people have difficulty. It's like, am I good enough? Do I, is it good for this audience? Or is it good at all? Right. And I think because there's so many options, it's difficult to find that niche yeah and like <clears throat> critical feedback that's good yeah is very hard to come by yeah i agree with that that's actually probably the number one thing holding most people back yeah and the fact that even when they do get it they don't listen to it yeah that's another one that's hard to know what advice to take or what feedback to actually take like because yeah. yeah man some of it i mean i feel like i took some advice along the way and and it, I regret it. I'm like, that was just, why did I do that? You know? <laughs> but then the other ones, I'm like, am I just being arrogant and stubborn? Yeah. Like, I'm sure every industry has the same sort of feeling. Yeah. Where you're like, I don't know. Am I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm trying not to be too egotistical, but I definitely can tell sometimes. Yeah. Where I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Even now you're thinking about, I'm just thinking about like, I, I just uh, filmed my whole hour show and just put it up on yeah. YouTube for free. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's a few choices I made in that, rewatching it and editing it and stuff. Yeah. I was like, Probably could have just bit the bullet here and done, added some music or whatever. Right. But I'm so against that. I'm like, no, it's not what I need. But like, <laughs> a bunch of people told me I should do it. Yeah. I probably should have done it. Like, yeah. it's, it's weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what advice to take. The, the problem is, is that like feedback, I would say is 80% wrong yeah. usually. But then that 20%, it's which out of the 100 comments, which are the 20 that are actually like, gonna help you yeah and figuring that out is insanely hard yeah it's all about like who's giving the feedback and what is their motivation right yeah is it genuine like are they just simply trying to help you because they want to see you grow and succeed yeah or are they giving you feedback because it's like yeah but i just didn't personally didn't like what you did yeah Uh, that's well and, and on top of that even if people want your best interests is it the right feedback anyway Right, because they could just be wrong on top, yeah. right? That's yeah, well, that's yeah. A, that happens a lot. I think yeah. people honestly just are just not right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just an opinion they're throwing out there. And yeah. like, it's well, it's like it's interesting. Like, I mean, even for myself, uh, I remember going into business, and uh, you know, my parents were like, "Oh, you know, you might want to stick at a job and blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. You know, and now it's like, "Hey, I'm opening another business, business number five. Right, and they're like, "Oh yeah, sounds great." It's like. You know, there's been a wide swing. Yeah. Right before it was like, you might want to be careful. Right. But then once they once you prove them wrong like two or three times, it seems that yeah. they, tr- they change their opinion. Totally. It's weird too because the uh, the failing is never as bad as people like. No. People always sort of they, they sort of make it sound yeah. like you're going to be homeless or something. At, at best. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. like what? like so some people you don't know like yeah. don't like you. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, no, no one's failing that hard. Like, I don't know what I mean. Like, even like a failed business is like, oh man, okay. And then you, you scrounge, you figure it out and you pick up a side gig or whatever and you make it work. Or worse, you get a job. You get a job. Oh no. Right. Like whatever. And then you figure something else, you regroup and you go again. It's like, it's not like you're going to be destitute. (laughs) Always make it sound like that. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I think it's like fear, right? It's like irrational fear mm-hmm. of the unknown. Yeah. They, they just don't know. One of the best things, because you talk about your parents, yeah. like one of my parents would be a magician, right? Yeah. To my face, so nice to me. Yeah. They, they were very nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, that's cool, right? They're, they're thinking it's like, this is a phase. I don't know what they all said to each yeah. other after <laughs> I, I was out of the room. But uh, yeah, I think they, they thought it was, uh, they had to have thought it was going to be a phase because even I wasn't sure. Right. And then um, I remember a few years ago, I got a gig in uh, Jakarta, Indonesia. Oh, wow. I was like, they call me like, can you be this opening act uh, for this band we have at a music mm. festival? Be like 6,000 people put you on the stage with these huge <laughs> oh, monitors. Geez. I'm like, yeah, and I, this time I never quoted a gig overseas. I didn't know. Right. So I was like, uh, yeah, $5,000. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, in US. <laughs> they said yes yeah. so quick, right? And I was like, uh, you're like, how much money did I leave on the table? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, of course, you asked. I'm like, and flights and accommodation. They're like, absolutely. I'm like, and you pay for my assistant. I'm just <laughs> and they just keep saying yes, and you're like, what have I done? Yeah. So they're like, great, I'll send the contract. I'm like, cool, and I hang up, and I go, oh, I need to find an assistant. <laughs> so my girl couldn't come, my brother couldn't come, my best friend just had a kid. Yeah. So I was like, Hey, Dad, you want to come? <laughs> Be my my assistant. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, uh, yeah, okay. So, and we've never even been on a plane together. Oh wow! So like okay. we go over to Indonesia together. It's like so random and yeah. fun. And it was the first time he really understood, uh, like like the the, the, the scale. Of yeah, it. yeah. So like we go do this thing. I walk on stage. And there's six thousand people screaming. They don't care about me, right? Like right. they just. Like they're probably, they're, they're yelling, having, probably yelling, get off the stage, the band's coming up. But I do 15 minutes, kill it. They're having a good time. Having a good yeah. time. I leave, my dad's like, okay, now where we go? I'm like, oh, that's it. Like, that's it? I'm like, like you got paid that much for here. that? Oh my God. And I'm like, now we're just here for four days and we're just gonna see the sights and hang yeah. out. It was like, and like, it totally changed the game because right. he, he got the, what do you know? As a parent, you don't know. He's not asking yeah. me like, what are you making every day? I yeah. didn't ask those yeah. questions. So he's just kind of feeling it out. But now once he saw it firsthand, he was like, oh, this is a real thing, you know? Yeah. Right, right. Do you have like a couple, um, I mean, you, you've done so many different types of events and things uh, and shows. Like, do you have a couple like standout moments in your career where you kind of like, either like, man, like, I feel like I kind of made it here mm. or you feel like, this is so good, like, yeah. you know, I can't believe it's gotten like this good. Yeah, I have a few, I have a weird sort of a, a relationship to that kind of question. It's a good question though, I like it. Uh, I always have to remind myself, I'm, I'm very aware of like, uh, the, making it, I don't even know what that means. Like if you told me mm. seven years ago uh, that I'd be making, you know, more money than whatever I made at that job, right? and I would be, performing all over the world like and so I wouldn't it wouldn't even make sense to me I'd be like yeah that's the that's the Mount Everest that's the top right yeah. and then yeah. now what you know I just sort of all I see in front of me are more goals and things I want to achieve yeah. right. and uh, it's never enough kind of thing yeah and I always <laughs> I always feel like my mom enjoys my successes more than I do mm-hmm. yeah she's like you're on TV again and I don't even see it I'm just yeah. like yeah I gotta go and do the show whatever yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. like, and she's all pumped up and I'm like oh I should be excited because this <laughs> is what this is yeah, right? yeah. like yeah. as you go so I'd say there's two really big moments for me one was um ah three the one was that first show I did at the real theater yeah. because my first public show and I'm in the green room I haven't been out in the lobby at all and right. I'm back there prepping or whatever and my phone's blowing up finally look at there's messages after messages like hey man I think I'm here uh, is it at the real is this your show mm-hmm. and then one of them says you need to look outside <laughs> I'm like huh I look outside and the lines around the block wow they had to turn away a hundred people more like like people that were walking so didn't buy that tickets beforehand no one really bought tickets beforehand they're all buying at the door there was oh, no, there's but no, they just ran out 
Yeah, and like, and yeah, oh, yeah, oh, geez. like packed, yeah. oversold, wow. people have to turn away, and I didn't expect that. I expected maybe to feel the bottom part a little bit. Like, right, right. I, I, so like, I remember being like, oh, damn. Like, I remember just sitting back there and being like, like, and I don't know, I kind of was like, this is gonna work, you know? <laughs> and that was like, until You didn't know until that, that point. That moment was like, really yeah. when I started being like, oh, I'm gonna be a magician forever. Like, I right. kind of hit me right then. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then, you know, when I went on America's Got Talent, yeah, it was another it was another moment. Like not because like I don't really hold that show into, I don't really care. Yeah, that much. But it was one of those moments where you're like, you're out there, you do your thing, and the judges like you. And right. it's just this weird. You can't help but feel validated mm-hmm. by that. Well, there are people that are like experts in entertainment. Yeah, business to some degree. Yeah, and and one of the judges on my second round was a guest judge. Uh, it was Michael Bublé. Right. Do I like? And he's from here. Yeah. So when I walk out, I'm like, Bublé, I'm from Langley. The <laughs> like, first thing I said, he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, Langley Langley. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah. So he said nothing but nice things to me. Right? And then, yeah, it was really a weird experience. But the, the, then uh, Penn and Teller fool us because like magicians, yeah. that's the, the best. And like these yeah. guys, you know, and the trick I did on there, they released uh, the first season of that show mm-hmm. both three or four years before in the UK, they shot the first season. Right. And then it just died, and they didn't bring it back for a couple of years in, in, until it uh, got the Vegas version. Mm-hmm. But um, on the UK version, I remember watching it, mm-hmm. and I just sort of quit my job at the time, and I had this yeah. trick, and I'm like, I would love to do this trick on that show. Yeah. And that is the trick they ended up letting me do in the show years later. Really? It's wow. crazy. And then, and then like, my brother's in the audience, because like, I flew him out for his birthday, because I had the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then they're like, you fooled us. And I like, like, look over at him, like, I already told him many times before, I'm like, I'm just here to be looking good, yeah. I'm not here to fool anybody. Yeah. So he was like, so we're both just super surprised. Yeah. It was like, and that moment I was like, oh, okay. And then well, these guys are like, you know, magic encyclopedias. It's yeah. like the odds of fooling them are very oh, yeah. low. Oh man, and then I go off stage, I'm the last guy, there's, they filmed 12 of us that day. Yeah. I'm the last guy to film. No one's fooled them that day. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wow. I fooled them at the end of the day, I leave, and like, they come roaring backstage, <laughs> like Penn, tell her, Whips open the curtain, and like the producers are trying to separate <laughs> us because you're not really supposed to, they don't want us co mingling, it's not part of the show, you're uh, supposed to keep them apart, whatever. Right. So, and Teller's like, I don't care. He's like, How does the trick work? <laughs> and when Teller talks to you, you answer it. So I just told him right away. I'm going to say one word, and they knew. Yeah. And then Penn's like, and Penn walks, kicks open the door, and storms out. And Teller's like, That's great. And I was like, Oh, thanks, man. And I'm like, They're trying to drag him to the elevator. And Teller's got his hand on the elevator door. He's like, No, that's great. I'm like, ah, oh, thanks, man. And, yeah. and he was like, I read the hell. It was like that scene in Goodwill Hunting where he's like, it's not your fault. <laughs> it was, he was doing that. That was great. That was great. That was great. And I just started bawling my eyes out. Yeah. I couldn't help it. Right? Yeah. So my magic idol tell me how great it was. Yeah. I'm just crying. He's yeah. just, do I just go downstairs and just bawl my eyes? So to get down, all the other performers down there, they don't know what's happened. They're not allowed to see. Yeah. All they see is the door open me crying. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is a bit rough, eh? <laughs> Good thing I didn't fool them. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Good times, man. So yeah, those ones really stand out TV moments but that first first theater show for sure yeah well it's interesting it's like those like moments like define and like they keep you going yeah right until you get to the next one and that you know yeah charges you up for another another couple of years but um, I don't know if you found this uh, but I found it like as things go better for you mm-hmm. those moments get further apart because the scale that you're looking for gets bigger every time and because like you know, at the beginning, you're like, oh, like, you know, if you think about it, you're like, kind of like, okay, my first show, yeah. this is me, and uh, this means that if I can do shows like this, I can be a professional magician right. and make an average salary, right. right? But then the next one, you're like, 
okay, that moment has more to do with something that's, you know, maybe two or three times bigger and then two to three times bigger. So it exponentially gets harder. Nick, that's one of the right? best things anyone so, said so it gets in a long further, ass time. So it gets me. further out. Yeah. So so it's like at first your successes can come every year, yeah. then two, then five, then ten, right? If you really think about it. I was literally explaining to a performer uh, earlier in the month and I was saying that I feel like this is the first year I've plateaued. Yeah. But it's more than what, what you're is. talking about. Hundred percent it and is. I, that, man, you well, but but it goes back changed my whole reference frame right there. But that what that's what you said when you were like, My mom's super excited that I was on yeah. TV again. And you're like, Yeah, it's like it because it's become because your 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 frame of reference yeah. is like you're looking at that next plateau yeah. on the climb to the top of the hill. Yeah. Now I. I but every but every segment of the hill, yeah. it's like you know it's maybe a kilometer to the next plateau, and then the next plateau is two, and then five, yeah. and then it just gets like asinine, right? Yeah. To some degree, but like that's that's a huge problem that people have, and that's where people like so good. that's what determines where you stop. Can you get to that next point right. where you're like, I feel like I've made it again? Right. And that's why celebrating the small things is yeah. so important, right? Yeah. That's good. I like that a lot. I'm gonna... But so it's not that you've plateaued. Yeah. It's just that you haven't achieved as much as you yeah. want because your goals are becoming, you know, just bigger, bigger. Yeah. In reference to the last one. Yeah. Right. But it's but it's not like um like a one to one thing. So before you needed to put like you know a yeah. hundred units of work to get this goal. Well, the next one's two and five. Yeah. And blah blah blah. Right. Definitely. Yeah. That's what it is. That's great. I like that a lot. So there's probably a lot of other magicians right now that would be like, man, I'd like looking at the stuff you've done. It's like, I would love to do that. Yeah, yeah. Right? totally. And, 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 and that's, you know, that's great. And I have, I have guys I look at and go, oh man, he's really doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I have buddy Justin has like a Netflix show called uh, magic for humans. Right. right? And it's so good. Yeah, and he's so good. I wanted that film. Like, yeah. yeah, and he's been on like yeah. and like I look at his list of talk show appearances. Right. I have zero. He's yeah. been on Rachel Ray forty eight times. What? what? Yeah, and the Tonight Show, and then like you know, yeah. Conan, Fallon, everything. I'm like, right. well, so he's you know, I'm like, well, and I, yeah. I can't help but be like, ah, damn, Justin, you know, he's yeah. killing it. Right, I'm just a lowly bum over here, right? And then there's like, and two thousand magicians in Canada being yeah. like, oh, I'd really like to be where Wes is at. So it's hard to feel that, yeah. but but I, I like that. Uh, I, yeah, I feel pretty level-headed about it all. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I don't. I'm not popping champagne corks when I have anything good happen, mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. But I'm also not like crying in a corner. So, I'll take it. That's a good. That's a good yeah. medium. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, I guess for you, what is the definition of success now? Uh, it I, changes. Yeah, it does change, and I, I definitely mm -hmm. say like, for me, it's probably always been the same. Where I always feel successful if I'm making my. Uh, my sort of medium term goals. Right. Right. So anything I've set out, that's like a year or two in the future kind of thing. Right. Every time I get closer to those or start achieving those, I feel like I'm successful. Right. And that naturally obviously just scales up. So I, I keep just becoming more successful in the big picture, I guess. Yeah. But I don't feel it unless I'm sort of achieving these marks. Right. It's so like right now on YouTube, I think I'm 130,000 subscribers. Yeah. Like I really want to get to uh, to five hundred thousand. Right. You so know? it's like your next goal. Yeah, and I and so it's like if I don't get there in the next little while, I'm not gonna feel overly successful about it. Right. Even though I might. What if I? What even if I double? That's, I'm telling yeah. you right now that yeah. even if I double, I'm still gonna feel bad. No, that's a weird thing <laughs> yeah. to feel. Yeah. But I, I think for me, it's always about ticking off those like medium term right. goals. I really like. I don't really make long term goals. I don't know what they would even look like. Like, I don't even know what I want out of my life. That's fair. So, yeah, that's pretty much for me. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like what 
happens a lot of the time is that people um, think that success is like milestones, and sometimes it is. Right. But I think I to me it's like I think it's like happiness. It's like well, how sure. can I like reverse engineer my own happiness based on who I am? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what? Actually, when you say it like that, I, I this uh, I never when she said happiness, it kind of changed my my view on this a little bit because whenever people ask me sort of that side of it, right, I go like if I had to live the rest of my life like the way the last two years have gone, mm-hmm. I would totally take that deal. Yeah. Right now, sign on the line because I'm like genuinely. But that means happy. that you're winning the game, right? Yeah, and it does. I never think about and like that. that. That means that you're winning the game every day. Yeah. Right. Sure, it's better than filling potholes, right? It is. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. But but to that point, right? Like, you know, if you're happy and 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 that's true, like the problem that inevitably occurs, and this is probably why the goals to your point is so important, right. is that in this world you're either growing or shrinking. Yeah. There's no such thing as you know maintaining. Yeah. So in order to to my biceps, <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> but you know, that's what it is. Yeah. Right. So in order for you to maintain like what you're doing and, and what you're doing day to day for, you know, the rest of your life, well, mm-hmm. you got to keep getting better at your craft. Yeah. Right. Totally. Because with, you know, the access on the internet and being what it is, there's going to be some guy that comes up totally. And there's only so much screen time. There's only so many Netflix specials. There's yeah. only so many like spots yeah. on TV. Um, so you have to constantly get better. There's no choice. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's definitely what it is. It's, uh, it's, and that's where like, it comes weird, like where to put your attention to, because yeah, even, even in the, the two things you mentioned, even as a magician, there is like, especially what I'm doing, like, do I put my more effort into my jokes? Do I put more effort into learning new tricks? Right. Do I develop the stage stuff or do I develop the TV camera stuff? Like yeah. mm-hmm. there's like all these different things. So sometimes I feel like, oh man, I made a lot of sick videos the last month. Yeah. And then I, and then like, I'm going tour, do some shows and I'm like, mm-hmm. whew, the show is a bit rusty, right? <laughs> right. The thing that's actually paying me right yeah. now, I'm like, uh-oh, and I kind of have this internal battle. Like, right. I've kind of been neglecting this one thing. So it's hard to know where to put the, the energy, but um, that's another thing I guess that keeps me happy is just the variety. Moving yeah. Around. Keep moving it around. Well, I think it's like what it was, uh, it's, uh, you know, you're, <clears throat> when you play the game that you want to play, you've won by default. Sure. Yeah. Right? Totally. That's what it really comes down to. Totally. And then the effort needs to be into like, you know, how much effort do I need to put in in order to keep playing the game? Yeah. 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 And, and so we have weird markers too, because like, um, for me, it's a pretty low like effort to, to keep sort of maintaining. But like, yeah, I live in a one bedroom apartment that I rent, you right. know, mm-hmm. like I, I don't have like lavish goals I'm trying to hold yeah. on to. Some people like. I need to buy the big house or right, whatever. Right, right, like, right. I gotta get a flashy car, right? Mm-hmm. Doing pretty good. Not everybody can lease a Jeep Patriot. Uh, but yeah, no, like, it doesn't, like, I, my, my markers are so low. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, but that's so an advantage. Much. That is an advantage. That's what I'm saying. So because it allows you to do what you want to do. Exactly. Because you're not encumbered by the demands yeah. of, like, you know, maintaining, like, a giant mortgage or whatever right. it is. So, like, uh, yeah, so, like, I feel like I'm winning the game, but somebody might look at me from the outside and go, like, dude, you don't even have the things. And yeah. they might not think I'm, but as long as you feel but, like you but that, are. But that's their game, right? Totally. And if they're happy, like only they can answer that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that I, people get too caught up on other people's definition of happiness. Yeah. Because defining happiness for yourself, I think is like fairly difficult. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. like, oh, like things, people are saying things are the, the marker. So yeah. a nice house, nice car. Yeah. That's 
like if I achieve those and have some nice clothes, like that's happiness. It's like, mm-hmm. well, no, that might be one person's definition yeah. of it, but is it yours? My brother and I couldn't be, we're a year apart. Yeah. We couldn't be more different. Like he lives in Alberta. Yeah. He sells farm equipment. He makes more money than me. Yeah. He has a couple of houses, right? Mm-hmm. He's taller, but he has less hair. So like, <laughs> I'm winning this game. Right? No, but like he's yeah. super happy too, but, right. and, and, but like our metrics are completely totally. You wouldn't even recognize them as yeah. similar. Yeah. So I'm always just making sure to be happy for him, but even though I'm like, you live in Lethbridge. <laughs> right? And he's like, you rent a small apartment, <laughs> so you won't stay with me. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's definitely, you got to make sure you're playing your own game. That's what a lot of people, especially yeah. with uh, social media, you're just looking at everybody else's thing. Yeah. It's like, don't do that, man. That's nothing but misery in there. Yeah. Right? Like only... Uh, if it makes your life better in some way, like, you know, some feedback or some motivation, it's like, great. Yeah. Keep, keep it up, right? But yeah. But if it's all of it's causing you, it's like, oh, I want that or I don't feel fulfilled because I don't, I don't live this life. It's yeah. like, well, you might want to... Yeah. Not follow that person. Yeah. You, you know, look for music, comedy, motivation. That's what all this good on yeah. social media. Yeah. If you're looking at something and feeling bad about yourself, yeah. 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 You know, like it's, it's easier to assign like happiness to things that are tangible, right? Mm. Which is what I think people often look at things like money, penis pumps. Cars, oh, sorry. Penis pumps, sure. Sorry <laughs> um, you know, it's like those are tangible things yes. you can assign that happiness to. And I think that on social media, when you see other people living a certain way, it's tangible for you, right? And so it's like, it's so easy to look at it and be like, that's the thing that I want, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's gonna make me happy, but then you get it and it's like, no, it's actually not what I want. It's what yeah. I want, right? Yep. You ever look at somebody that, uh, that you're like, you think they have like a really good body, but then you talk to them for a few minutes, you realize like- They, they, they feel worse about it. Yeah, they don't even like, yeah. they just have some other person yeah. in mind like oh this guy over here or whatever yeah and you're like huh and it's yeah. like it, it's hard to wrap your head around but it's just like yeah it's, it's what it is but it's, for everything it's for it's that for everything yeah M- money possessions yeah. like yeah. oh they look like they have a better family life than i it's like no they just pose for three selfies a day and afterwards <laughs> they just fight you just don't know that yeah, totally. right so yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. So, but it is what it is right so you're pretty involved with YouTube, yeah. right? Um, you started with doing a lot of events, now you're doing a lot more stuff you know, online, yeah. uh, posting videos. And so for you, like, tell us a little bit like in terms of, you know, um, obviously like you didn't, didn't finish business school, um, mm-hmm. didn't do like digital marketing as a course or anything. So right. it's like, are you, are you just figuring out how to do this stuff yourself? Yeah. Like, is it, is it really just, are you figuring out like what's the content that like people really want to see? Like what what's yeah. the cool trick that I really want to share with people? And then as far as like getting it in front of them, you know, like just just figuring out how to do it. Yeah, I'm still figuring that out. It's a lot of trial and error still. Yeah. Uh, I'm I, I everything I've learned about YouTube is just through trial and error or now through friends. Right. Then do it. You know. So yeah. like I soak it up. Like if people want to talk to me about cameras and lenses and new mics, yeah, I'm like all about listening. Got to get. Oh, okay. Gotta get this gear, not that gear. Okay. Learning, learning, learning. And then like, Oh, I gotta learn, gotta learn final cut. Gotta learn, uh, Adobe. Gotta learn like, so now I'm like, I can edit. Like I never thought I'd be good at video editing. What? It's like most of my day now is editing video and I'm really good at it now. And like, wasn't the skill I even wanted to learn. Right. Right. And like, I never thought I'd use Photoshop. My uncle's a graphic designer. He always talked about Photoshop all years, whatever. And I didn't even 
what a fountain of knowledge. I'm like, why would I ever need to know Photoshop? Yeah. And now I just like, I hover over it all day. Just like for the thumbnails. thumbnails yeah. yeah. Eight hours to make a thumbnail. Not because I'm bad at it, just because I'm like, I love this, you know, yeah. I just tinker with it and make it the best yeah. I can. But it's so weird what people want to see. That's it. That's always the, the battle. For me, all my videos have done really well. Yeah. Uh, I would say out of the eight videos that I have that are in the millions, uh, I have eight or nine millions. I would say seven of them are me live on stage performing at a theater. Wow. And maybe one or two is me doing magic, like like the street stuff, the like street stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's really hard to maintain a weekly upload schedule of theater performances, <laughs> and yeah. new material in the theater is so much harder right. than yeah. trying close up magic on the street. Like, it just it can't be done. Yeah. So I can't literally sustain that. Yeah. So I kind of just, it's an interesting point. Like what to do. You know I mean? think that it's like, it goes back to the whole doing what you don't want to do in order to do the things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. Cause I think it's interesting. Like I would care to wager. And again, I don't know. I don't know enough about your, your specific area of YouTube enough, but I would care to wager that if you had 500 to a million subscribers, mm -hmm. you could do the street stuff and it would probably be okay. Yeah. But you need to get there first through yeah. other means first. Yeah. Because it's like the whole, like, you know, what gets you from zero to a hundred is yeah. different from what's going to get you to a hundred to 10,000 yeah. and 10,000 to a hundred thousand requires a different strategy than a yeah. hundred to like five. Right. Yeah. And so Big you need time. to like, I mean, if you see one thing work, just do as much of it as you can. Yeah. And then once it stops working, you know, you need to like find that next iteration totally. to go to that next level. Right. Yeah. It, it, and it, it adapt or die on yeah. YouTube for sure is like, mm -hmm. and, and what got you the first few won't get you the next few. You gotta, you yeah. gotta move around. I, 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 I when I first started YouTube, 2014, I mean, I started a long time before that, but first like had a, a viral video, right. 2014, uh, it did, subscribers didn't matter back then, believe it or That's not. That's true, yeah. yeah. Like, and, and even like the advice I was getting from any kind of social media experts or whatever, or other even YouTubers, it's like, oh, don't worry about subscribers, you wanna get the views, get the views. Yeah. So like, I just ignored the but fact now it's that I was all gaining subscribers. subscribers, yeah. and I was just like, oh, get the views, and then they changed uh, their whole algorithm from views to yeah. watch time. I took like a crazy money cut on that. Like yeah. almost knocked me from like, from decent deck to like zero. Wow. Um, and then I started, overnight. Oh yeah. Just in a day divide by 10 when I was taking home wow. and I was like, Oh, oh hello. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so then you have to adapt and I started trying to figure out like, Oh, I got to build a subscriber base. I right. basically didn't care about the first 70,000. I didn't right. even know they were there. I didn't even look at it. Yeah. And then like the last 60,000 I've like cultivated and worked on right. like, Hey, let's, let's build this as a channel. Uh, but it's like, and, and I'm, I'm just gonna have to pivot again on something else. I'm sure. But yeah. you know, it's about being aware of it. Cause I was really sloppy up until about a year ago, a year and a half ago, I wasn't really giving it the attention it deserves. And yeah. now I'm like all about it. Right. So I'm assuming that based on kind of what you said, the reason that um, the subscribers matter so much more is A, the algorithm, but B, subscribers are more likely to watch more of the video because like a view, it's like, you know, you watch right. like a couple seconds, it's like, okay, that's a view, yeah. but dwell time on the actual video, yeah. i.e. like amount of time actually viewed, yeah. like subscribers just on average watch way more. Yeah, they just because they're invested and yeah. they're gonna watch right away that you're in the notifications, they pop up, yeah. they're in. So like, I would say my channel at 130,000 subscribers actually behaves like a channel with 60,000. If you look at my metrics. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because these last 60,000 are ones that I've right. The first 70 are pretty sleepy. I don't even know if they really watch it because I kind of let right. them sit 
I didn't really upload. I was kind of it was kind of a dead channel for like a year or a year and a bit. Yeah. So it's it very interesting. So I really um I learned that one the hard way. Yeah. So every time I see people now, my friend Yumi, she's a Vancouver comic. Yeah. She's blowing up on YouTube right now. Right. She's got a hundred thousand subs in like the last thirty days. Jeez. Wow. And I'm like, yo, Yumi, upload, go, go, go. Yeah. And she won't strike when the iron's hot. She like, won't. go. Yeah. Yeah. She won't upload. Huh. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. I literally made this mistake. And she's sleeping. The audience is fickle. I know. And like, and, but it, it comes in waves. It's like, you know, you're you're hot, and like that's where you you have to crank up the heat. And then even if you stay at that level of activity, it'll die right down. Yeah. And then you you gotta you know then you can slow down a bit, and then yeah. wait until the next pickup, and then you've got to go hard again. Yeah, you can see there's a ton of monster uh, YouTube channels that are like pretty dead now. Yeah. They have five million subscribers or whatever a few years ago, and now their uploads instead of getting a million every time they put up a video, it's like ten thousand. Like, yeah. What happened to this channel? They didn't adapt. Right. They tried to do the same thing forever, and they forgot that like it's. Adaptation's a tough thing though, especially like anything to do with entertainment, which yeah. is any social media to me. I look, I, I consider, you know, if you're not a business or an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's entertainment. Yeah. Really, it's escapism, right? For yeah. the regular user. Definitely. So I mean, at the end of the day, anything to do with entertainment, it's fickle. Yeah. And it changes so fast. And in the internet age now it changes even faster. Yeah. And so getting left behind is Pretty real. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Right? And like you don't pivot for six months, it's like that could be it. Yeah. It's scary. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's just the world we live in. Too. Yeah. People yeah. are just on ADD basically. It's also online. Like things have just evolved so much in the last three to five years in yeah. terms of like especially content. Like, you know, how much YouTube has changed since, it, since its first inception, sure. right? Like now there's so much content, uh, same thing for like SEO, for like Google searches, video searches, all that stuff, right? It's like, there's just such a volume mm -hmm. of what's being produced out there yeah. that like for you to actually, you know, get somebody's attention, you have to have something that's either exceptional, that's, you know, way better than, than the norm, mm -hmm. or you have to have a subscriber, someone who's like, who really likes you so they continue to watch those things, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's true. So for yourself then, like what's next in terms of, you know, you, you have a 500,000 sub goal. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm assuming that goal has something to do with you want to start focusing more on the online rather than the offline. Uh, or is that a part of it? Or like what, what's the master, what's my, the Wes Parker master? My program? offline, like my, my live shows and stuff is... Um, it's good. The last three years, it's been good. Like, I like how many shows there are. Yeah. And I like, uh, I'm really not trying to, I'm not, it's hard to explain. Like, I'm trying to grow that. Yeah. But I'm only, the way I'd want to grow it is more theater shows. Like, okay. in more cities. Yeah. And the way to sell tickets to those is to have more fans. Mm -hmm. The way to get right. more fans is to get more YouTube stars. Right. So I'm really trying to build a fan base for my live shows ultimately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they kind of both have to go together, but I do need to focus on that. But I don't really need to, um, I'm not trying to pick up like, like more corporate shows and more college. Right. Like, I'm not really trying to do that because mm -hmm. the amount I have right now is, is fine. I mean, yeah. I never say no, but like, you know, it's, yeah. it's a good balance. Yeah. And I'm not so busy that I can't spend all day making videos every day. Right. right? So. It, it is like, I, I don't want to ever just sort of jump ship. I love live performing too much, Yeah. but I'm really trying to build that fan base because I know, I know there's 10 million fans out there who I'm their favorite magician. They just they, don't know. They haven't seen it. Yeah. Like I know, because a lot of people love magic. It's, it's so popular right now. Yeah. And there's so many people that like 
oh, that's kind of neat, but like, ugh, smoke and music, and yeah. it's not their style, yeah. and they're gonna dig my vibe, and I just gotta keep reaching for them and show yeah. them, like, hey, come over here, it's fun, right? Yeah. So I, I'm just trying to find those people, because they're out there. They're looking for me too, yeah. I just haven't crossed paths yet. Yeah. So I don't know, it's hard to, hard to figure out. Yeah, it's tough to find the, the right people, right? And volume is how you fix that, yeah. at the end of the day, to some degree. Yeah, yeah, and that's, and that's I think that's it, it's just like, yeah, and who knows? Like I put up a video five months ago yeah. that just popped off like crazy, and it it's it didn't pop off till like a, a two weeks ago. You oh, I mean? wow. like so, so four and a half months later, yeah. then it picks up. And I didn't know that happened anymore. I thought like mm. it's normally it's like now if you drop a video, it's gonna go or not really. Yeah. And, and I get ones every now and then. And I'm like, oh, that's like a an old video, five months old, yeah. super old, <laughs> and it's just like I'm like, whoa, what the hell? Well, I yeah. see a spike. I have to go digging for it. Mm. And I'm like, well, okay. It can come down to like one person that shares it with like Seriously, 20 people. Yeah. And those people have shared it once or twice and yeah. they post it and all of a sudden it's like, yeah. this, the spider web goes off. So right? I try to remember that everything you put up, uh, it doesn't like, it doesn't go up and evaporate. It stays yeah. there. It lives there. And people find it. They'll, they'll stumble across it. Right. Well, the interesting thing, thing too, is to some degree, is that it all comes down to even if you get, you know, 10,000 views on something or, mm -hmm. or even 100. Right. If the one right person sees it, totally. you know, that works at like Netflix mm -hmm. or NBC or yeah. wherever it is, they're like, I want that. Yeah. Right? All of a sudden totally. you get a phone call on something that had no views. Yeah. Right? I remember doing a video with Dan MacArthur for his uh, real estate. Yeah. And uh, the video had like, you know, whatever views you got on Facebook, 100 or something. Yeah. But he like sold the house because of it. Yeah, to right? Totally. And he's, totally. Like, he's like, I don't care to get a million views in these videos. I don't have to. I'm, I'm aiming at the people that are like, oh, a few people watch it. Someone goes, I like this guy. I'm like, what? Like, of course. But if a, but if a hundred of the right people see it, that could be like 10 sales over yeah, the next year. Exactly. For so, and, that, and that's like, and that's his year. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. you can do no wrong. There's really no risk yeah. in, in putting it out there. It's like just as much as you can, as often as you can. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it's like marriage. Get married early, get married off. <laughs> she won't watch this. I told you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I'm just going to keep hammering away. I'll make it. I'll get there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people would say that you already have. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I'll make it again. <laughs> I'll fail yeah. just so I can climb back up to where I am today. I'm going to delete my YouTube account and just build it back Restart. Up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. I wonder if that would go. So that's a big thing with magicians is get, uh, selling your own decks of playing cards. Yeah. <laughs> it really is like some of my really Chris Ramsey's cards are called first playing cards. Right. And uh, and yeah, he just he sells them by the ten thousands. It's crazy. Yeah, ten thousands. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. It's all the cards. Yeah. Um, all right. So do a trick. Pick a card. Any card. Pick this one. All right. Pick it out. Remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Remember it? It is the Queen of Diamonds. I know you're not very impressed by that. Like, <laughs> yeah. you just look at the cards, it's fine. It's right. amazing, how did you guess? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all about looking at it and pretending to shuffle. That's the two things I do. Okay, here we go. So, what's gonna happen is the card is gonna hopefully shoot out of the deck, spin a bunch of times, I'm gonna catch it. Great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I know in high school, everyone's dating girls, losers. <laughs> I'll do another one here. Oh, man. Who needs girls when you have the I Queen just, of Diamonds? Exactly. See, the thing is, I, I just don't understand what happens. <laughs> well, you didn't have a lot of choices, right? Because it's a blank. <laughs> no, they're all there. I wouldn't mind you. Okay, here we go. 
So <laughs> they're all the Phoenix Islands. <laughs> all right, here, take it, everyone. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Reach in and grab one. Anyway, yeah. yeah, same card. It's easy to remember that way, right? I guess. Remember, it's Queen of Diamonds, right? Is it yes. the same card? Yes, it's Queen of Diamonds. No, they're all different. How do you do that? <laughs> so weird. So weird. Oh, do I want to take one too? All right. Uh, anyone you want? Doesn't matter. Ooh, that one. Top one's trying to give you a certain card. No, I'm not trying to. I'm really not. Okay, remember it, everybody. Yeah. yeah. This one's gonna be weird because I'll. Uh, I don't know if I'm in the frame or not, but I'll try it like this. Okay. I have to show you guys. Uh, that's not it. It's red, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's not that. So we do a red one. So we spin it. We get the right color back. <laughs> so weird. What? Yeah. Sorry. Right. Oh, I always keep a card in my pocket. Too. <laughs> and then people like instant replay, like in sports, I have to do it more than once. <laughs> but look, it looks like it goes in the deck, right? But it's already in my pocket. Watch, reach in and grab it. I'm messing with you. No, I actually can't run sometimes. It gets stuck. Oh, there. Oh, <laughs> well, now we know why magicians sell card decks. It's like you just like chew through them. Yes. Oh yeah. Hard <laughs> cards. So I've met some magicians that like have cards for like a long time, like months or even a How? year. I don't know. I'm just so. You're, you're like three days. Yeah. Oh, it, every day new deck of cards. I don't care. Wow. Yeah, that's good. That's pretty fun. But yeah, I have no idea how any of I that just, happened. Yeah. That's, that's weird. <laughs> uh, then I. Oh man. <laughs> that's what, I don't know. Awesome. Weird, right? Yeah, so that's pretty fun. That's kind of how I do it. Did you uh, watch that? <laughs> you'll, you'll figure it out in the edits. <laughs> you'll figure it out. Yeah, so thank you so much. Uh, appreciate your time. Thank and you uh, yeah. It's great. Love it. Love what you guys are doing. It's great. <laughs> Seriously. It's like, I think it's all hey, we're, we're trying things. Anytime, you have me, right. anytime anyone has me on, on a show or something, I know mm -hmm. they're doing the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is seriously good. I love it. It's okay, I'm pumped up now. Thanks. Yeah. Good. yeah. Awesome. And maybe pants next time. Yeah. Can't promise anything. <laughs> <laughs>